All right, here we go. Restarted. I uh, got the right clip. Focused. Get your nicotine. Get ready. Because we're in it now. This is... This is fifth generational... Fifth generation uh, psychological... Psychological warfare. We're in it. You got to be... You got to be all the way in it. Because this... This could go down any time, and it's already it's already starting. Stop those of us who support, as most of us do. Here, Israel. there we go. Time, we stop those of us who support, as most of us do, Israel in this body. This is for our support for Israel. There is no apology to be made. None. It is the best three billion dollar investment we make. Were there not an Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest in the region. The United States would have to go out and invent an Israel. Second part is people should understand by now that it should be crystal clear that Israel, Israel is the single greatest strength of America has in the Middle East. I always say to my friends, when I say those things to you, I say, imagine our circumstance in the world. This might be later. What's the first? How many battleships would there be? How many troops would be stationed? You know, I used to say early on when I was a kid, I'd say when I was a young senator, I'd say, if I were you, I'd be a Zionist. I am a Zionist. You don't have to be a Zionist. Progress occurs in the Middle East when everyone knows there's simply no space between the United States and Israel. There is no space between the United States and Israel when it comes to Israel's security. There is only one nation, only one nation in the world that has unequivocally, without hesitation, and consistently confronted the efforts to delegitimize Israel. At every point in our administration, at every juncture, we stood up on the legitimacy, on behalf of legitimacy of the state of Israel. The security of Israel and the United States is inextricably tied. And we will never, ever, ever abandon Israel out of our own self-interest. I also emphasize what I've said throughout this conflict. The United States fully supports Israel's right to defend itself against indiscriminate rocket attacks from Hamas and other Gaza-based terrorist groups that have taken the lives of innocent civilians in Israel. All right. Um, I'd only actually seen the first clip. I think that's kind of probably the most important statement in there because I think it, from my understanding of it, it shows what I think a, a lot of a lot of what's being missed in this is that we are in the war already. The U.S. is in these wars. It's in other countries, but we're doing it through other countries. He's saying if there wasn't an Israel, we'd have to invent an Israel. If if we didn't have an excuse to, if there wasn't Israel as an excuse to be over there, looking out for all these all these interest groups, then 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 they'd have to they'd have to make one. Um, and it's the same thing with Ukraine. And people people don't see, I. I that that we're we're really in these wars and it's i i think it's just the start because i i was saying i don't know when a couple months ago like we got a year i don't know how long it's going to be 
Um, uh, I, d I did do a poll on on my story, and I don't know if it shows up when you do a poll. I think it does, but uh, it came out 60 percent said that uh, that before twenty thirty, and then twenty percent said uh before 2025 20% said after 2030 nobody said no again this is i, I would say you know it might be biased cuz people that follow me but also those are all the super geniuses and the people who are psychically in tune with this stuff and and know what's going on so anyway i think um yeah there's there's major economic problems that are either gonna if if they can't be solved um by by the fed they're gonna be solved solved with a with a war and that's that's what we see happening also i don't know how uh, we're in and I, um, I need to get this. I need to get this super organized because I'm, I'm fully in with, with this Atlantis two thing, and I think we need to make this happen. Whether it's whether it turns into a country, whether it turns into just a network, whether it turns into you know, we could kind of be maybe it'll just be a couple people and it'll turn into a not a couple people, but you know maybe it'll be a smaller group, maybe it'll be a little chimp tribe. And uh, we kind of turn into like a, a stolen bones, but but for good stuff, not for like weird rituals and nine eleven, but for like Atlantis two type stuff. Um, but yeah, this is this is the time to do it, and I'm fully in in trying to get this. If you if you want to make some moves and try and change the course of things, we're in a very opportune time to do it over the next twenty years. I think is a major transition period, and even Ray Dalio saying this stuff, it's like you got somebody that runs a six the biggest hedge fund in the world. They they might be on to some things, and uh, I need to get the podcast really organized because. That's what I realized. It's like at first I was like, maybe I'll drop everything and just figure out how to do this stock stuff, just figure out the, the money first. And but it's like I, I think if we get this really organized, then then we can make it through doing all this. So I need to I need to get the podcast more organized, but maybe I'll have a separate little five minutes every week of here's what's going on with this stuff. And then I'll go through go through the news at the beginning and or whatever guest is on. Uh, and then also I think I think it was named seminary for for a reason. Maybe I couldn't see at the time, but I'm I think that definitely needs to be a section of the show is reading through uh um revelations and you know the book of the law or, or whatever is applicable. And and 
because there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of people who are in tune with the way the way things are going, and there's a lot of things that line up. Um, and and yeah, I think I think we need to do this do this now because uh, uh, there there's it's like there's a lot of problems out there, and it's like, do you want to see them as problems? I mean, they are problems, but they could also, they could also be opportunities for, uh, for us to get in there and a better way to do things. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think this could happen. Um, but also, also we should probably keep this, I was thinking, You gotta figure out if you if you're really on to some stuff, are you gonna keep it which I'm not I'm not saying I am, but if, if this you know starts to work, you gotta either figure out a way to really have some leverage and secure yourself. You gotta or you gotta figure out a way to um make yourself look crazy. Otherwise, otherwise they come and get you. Cause it's like and unless unless you go unless you you can say some real stuff you can be Alex Jones or Kanye but then you have to go out and be like it's the Jews the shooting was fake and then people can just sue you and write you off as it's crazy and they don't have to they don't have to come kill you because anybody who went after this stuff in a real um in a no I don't mean uh that they didn't go after in a real way, but in a in a more calculated way, William Cooper, William Cooper said the the Clintons were after him, and all these people were after him. Then he got shot by the cops. Um, Sergey Manass, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but the guy who wrote Project Bluebeam came up with all that stuff. Um, he gets put in jail. Um, the day after he gets out, heart attack. And, uh, anyway, um, let's see, uh, all right, first of all, with this, with this attack, though, I need to research this stuff more, but I'm not seeing how on, like, one of the most contested borders in the world, they came in with fucking uh, paragliders. I mean, they're fast, but they're not that fast, right? They got they got shit that shoots and granted homemade rockets, right? Missiles or whatever, but they got stuff that it's called, uh, what's it called? Iron Dome or whatever shoots the, shoots them out of the sky, and they can't hit a couple paragliders coming in. And they can't have a better reaction to him than that. So it's like people are just seeing and reacting to what they're being shown and just just immediately picking a side. And it's like what's going on is probably a, a lot a lot bigger than what's being shown. So e either either this was planned or it was allowed to happen. 
No, because this has happened a lot of times before. This is this is 9-11. This is uh, Gulf of Tonkin when in Vietnam where uh, they said Vietnam blew up the ships. It was really it was really the U.S. This is probably Pearl Harbor. They knew they knew Pearl Harbor was going to happen, but they they let it happen because because uh, to get into the war right then. Um, there's uh there's like a I I didn't watch the whole thing, but and this is a while ago, but there's a documentary nine eleven the new Pearl Harbor that's like six hours in depth on all this stuff or probably um loose change there's like the second loose change they go over all this stuff the hitler burned the the i i might not have the details on this right hitler burned the reichstag or whatever and um blames it on somebody else and then they they go in with this stuff or they just or they just allow it to happen but i'm saying i'm saying a lot of this stuff is is allowed to happen this is i i'm just not I'm not seeing a way that they fly paragliders in and do this that e over the border that easily. Um, so it's like, it's not, it is Israel and Palestine, but it's also larger interest groups that are, that are behind this stuff. It's just like Iraq might be behind Hamas or whatever. We're definitely behind, behind Israel. And it's like, it could it, I don't know the details on this stuff. I don't know that they particularly matter to us, to our movement. A lot of people like to go in. They like to go Russia, Ukraine. I'm on, I'm with Israel. I'm with Palestine, you know, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That's the best thing you can, I, I personally think is like, it's not worth it for me to have an opinion. I don't, I just go, eh, I don't know what can I actually do with this information and how does it actually uh, apply to us? Because a lot of people are arguing over things that don't have any impact on their lives. And um, this definitely, this definitely will, but it's like, what do you, what do you want to choose to focus on? So um, I, and I don't know, if we're connected to Israel mainly through, you know, them, because uh, a lot of people are like, oh, they, you know, they have control over us, like they're they're lobbying, or like how how Egypt or whoever it was had that was given that one senator. Um, the gold bricks he had in his closet and all the cash in his jacket and all that. It's like, it could be partly that, but I think just like the Hunter Biden clip or Joe Biden clip really, really substantiated that for me that, um, that this is just an excuse for our interests over there. So it's like, there's countries still, but countries are really just for, for poor people. They're not, they're not for, the people who are really running things at the top behind the scenes. They're not for these, the, the world's more ran by like interest groups and corporations now, like, um, or even, even like, 
like I'm I'm meaning this in a a larger sense and in like individual you know people like they ask Gislaine however you say Gislaine Maxwell how they're like are you a U.S. citizen are you a Israel citizen she she's a citizen in all all these different places um but yeah uh so let's see um i th I think there's a lot of opportunity here just throughout all the chaos and if people kind of kind of wake up to what's what's really going on um also also with the market it's like yeah this isn't one of those good times where any dummy can just go in and just buy calls every week and make money um you know things are going to be a little bit more unpredictable but if you know where things are going there's some big moves happening there's some big opportunities like uh probably probably we should have just i i should be you know put put my money where my mouth is a little bit ahead of time and really thinking through this stuff um and going okay i think there's going to be a war where 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 should you put your money which a lot of people might say is um unethical but it's probably not going to make a big difference and um you gotta you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do we gotta we gotta get prepared by any means i think right now because the thing things can really go down the people at the top are are prepared for like all-out destruction and i i don't really know that they would mind it and i think a lot of them might even might even want it um yeah uh i was just listening to um to uh war mode and doing some they were talking about the denver airport how that is all which i'm not even gonna go all the way into the denver airport right now but i slept there one night i just, i don't even know if i've recovered from it yet it's it's a it's a it's a it's a dark place there's a lot of weird stuff going on there but um yeah apparently that whole thing the, the there's all these dumbs these deep underground military bases there's the denver airport which is probably like they were they were saying it's um you know you go if you know, if, if Bill Gates is at home or whatever, or the president or whoever it is, and everything starts getting nuked, you just, they probably have a bunker right there. But if you're, if you're in the air, they're like, all right, let's head down to Denver. And apparently that, that whole thing is like nuke, like, like ready. Um, and that's, that's what all that underground shit is four down there um but yeah where was i going with this um just just a lot of this is it's like not 
what it's not what you're being shown on like the news or or um and and it's like watch watch where the where the money's at like ukraine this whole ftx thing how much did they say i don't remember the number i think it was like eight billion or something they were like we made an error we accidentally sent too much money to ukraine we accidentally sent eight billion dollars over or our extra eight billion dollars or whatever um and it, it wasn't all there in the equipment and then what did they recover from FTX like the same week? They're like, we were able to recover $8 billion from Sam Bankman Fried's crypto scams. And then who who was he like who was like the main lobbyist of the um Democrats, FTX, um, or or donating to them. Um and like, there's a website, I might already talked about this, Quiver Quantitative. There's a couple of websites like this, Unusual Whales and stuff like that. But I think Quiver Quantitative has this stuff down the best and has a lot of a lot of useful stuff on there. Um, you can see who's doing the most lobbying and stuff with all this stock stuff. So I think the way I should have had this lined out to be organized better, have tell people where to go with this stuff. But... Also, if anybody finds anything interesting, uh, let us know about it. Atlantis 2 on Reddit, I feel like that's the best way to to start a country is, uh, yeah, go to Atlantis 2 on Reddit. Um, you post your schemes there, post any information that's useful for this stuff. And, um, yeah, but I, I, I feel like the other stuff I was doing was too disorganized. So now what I'm trying to do, and hopefully people could follow along at this. Um, if I have any good ones, is I'm just trading with a thousand. I'm going to put anything extra into, um, I'm just trading options with a thousand and like try to have a maximum of four positions. So they're really like thought out and focused and clear and people can see the reason behind them, and they're going to be somewhat like maybe a little higher risk, but like big, big swing opportunities over a, a decent amount of time. So people have a opportunity to really get in on them. And then anything, any profit over a thousand, I'll try and put that into actual stock. And from there, once we build it up enough, um, get it in, the, get it in other things. So we're really we're really safe um with this you know buy some boats buy some gold buy some beans buy some water filtration buy some hazmat suits you know hazmat suit i, I was thinking about uh might have this job up in utah and then i was looking and i was like dang that's pretty close to uh a deposit of nuclear stuff whatever they got going on by salt lake and i was and then i was like you know what i'm not gonna be in the actual blast zone how much the hazmat suit hazmat suit's not that expensive then you gotta then you gotta have then there's gonna be other people trying to get your suit 
then you get a couple other suits, you rent them out. Or you go, you want to you wanna live? Get in this suit. You owe me like three years of indentured servant helping build up this country. Is it, um, you know, it might might not be a, a nice thing to do, but that's a way you got to start thinking we're, we're headed toward. I'm joking, kind of. But, uh, yeah, where, where was I going with that? Um, yeah, anyway, that's that's the plan, basically. And I will, I don't know, maybe there's a better way to go about this. Maybe some people are going to be like, this is, this is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. I, I, uh, with, with my investment stuff, but if anybody has better ideas, let me know. We're just trying to make this happen any, any way possible. Um, and then, yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll post those and updates on them. Mostly on the Atlantis 2 Reddit. Um, and then I should probably just post those on Instagram too, because that's probably the easiest way for people to get them. And then talk some like longer term stuff on the podcast. But uh, yeah, you gotta gotta start figuring out how this stuff works because I think I really should just be going through technological slavery more because not only is he explaining his reasoning and what's going on but there's also a lot of useful stuff about how to start um how how revolutionary movements work and um just just kind of how governments work and how um and he was talking about natural selection in which you know is you know okay this organism's stronger whatever it makes it through but also in um in in government and in in human uh societies it's like less less successful um groups imitate more successful groups and that's that's like another that's that's kind of the main form of of natural selection and how this this stuff works like and that's that's kind of what i was was uh thinking in some of the past uh, <laughs> uh podcasts it's like we got to figure out what how how is you don't have to be like them but like what are what's warren buffett doing what's bill gate doing how are these people thinking and you gotta you gotta get in their headspace not not you don't have to manipulate people but at least when you see how they're manipulating people you see how how you're being manipulated and uh yeah let's see and then even i was just listening to a thing because this is once you get to that level too you gotta sometimes you can follow the money to a certain point and then you gotta start to go wait this doesn't make sense honestly once you get there's like a certain point you go okay i played the money game all the way up and now really what's the what's the next thing like you can add another couple billion or whatever it is but it doesn't really matter 
after that point, that's when these like families start to matter and these kind of like royal lines people are in and uh and and where they're getting in through there uh and um and then from there it's just because these people play a long game like and that's i feel like it's like it can't just be these people playing a long game like we need to figure out some principles that this stuff works off of we need to figure out some principles of how we should be operating in a in a better in a in a little bit more sustainable kind of way then it it, it can't just be the the bushes and the the gettys and and uh whoever these people are but it's like these people these people play a really long game and after like cuz usually what will happen is like yeah sure every generation or couple generations of people pick up on it and they go hey these people at the in their you know castles or whatever are doing some shady stuff but then then they forget about it and gets washed away well the people up there they're they're playing this over multiple generations and it's like like and people people have already forgotten about you know covid and all, all the all the stuff that's happened and they haven't they haven't really taken any any lessons from it and probably probably none that will will get you know used in in 300 years if we, if we even get there um and it, it well like like the skull and bones you know there's there's Prescott Bush, there's George H.W., there's, then there's George W., and then who knows who was back before that, Aleister Crowley, maybe. Um, but, and, and I think the Skull and Bones are really tied into, like, all the, the original, like, pirate stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, and, and kind of, kind of a, emerge emerged out of that um but yeah um or even like the nazis came over in in paperclip and it's like are these the people who are kind of are these the same kind of people who are because what were what were they really excited about what were they really into was um all this uh uh what's it what's it called viruses and shit you know all this uh what's it called whatever war um but it's like they slowly slowly messing because they had they've had all this stuff for a while and they're just they're slowly uh putting it in like they've had this is this is not new 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 stuff they did over the past like like Fauci's like been around you know um anyway uh oh the Gettys though this is 
I just I just heard this, and this is another. Um. So one of the the hires to the the whole Getty Oil thing, apparently she's actually behind the whole like just stop oil movement, and and like the groups that are going in and like throwing soup on, you know. The paintings, Picasso, or I don't know whoever the famous paintings are, um, but it's like, then, what if that? What if they're just you know, money? They're like they're going okay, whatever. We made money that really can't go away. We're secured. Um, we're not. We're not worried about that. Let's just cause a little distractions and see if we can push people's people's minds i don't know cause all this division and and um get people's attention and push them in a certain direction um with all the you know people blew in their hands to stuff apparently that's all it's all tied back back to the the same the same oil people and the, the gettys the getty museum um so it's like the collection of stuff at the Getty Museum is, um, and this is, I, I, I'm not trying to take credit for this. This is stuff I heard on War Mode, which is probably, this is kind of, I War Mode hasn't put out an episode in a while. And I'm like, I feel like also uh, with, with the stock stuff and the, um, you know, reading revelations and stuff to add it in. I feel like we need to really, there needs to be a new, another, an, another war mode that, and, uh, and some more people, because that's what, that's what we got to do. We got to be in war mode right now. This is, this is it. Um, but yeah, what, what was that? Uh, yeah, so the the collection at the Getty Museum has got to be, um, it, it's like it's like the best collection, right? So they're like they go talk to one of these other museums, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna send somebody in and let them, you know, glue their hands to this shit, and then next month we'll just give you one of ours." Maybe it maybe it works out like that. Also, the Getty Museum is also tied to a bunch of the, the the Q stuff, and apparently they're hiding people under there and everything. And it's like a lot of the Q stuff I think was just put out to discredit that whole movement and all the people talking about you know trafficking and politics and stuff like that. And it was just like, okay, let's put out some stuff that really goes so far over the top. That people don't take any of it seriously um but yeah so yeah i think i already went over most of this but also you want to hear more about this stuff i don't remember all of it but and i'm trying to stay in um what's going on right exactly now and how we can deal with it Go listen to War Mode. It's probably, um, yeah. 
there's only so many people you can you can trust now and that's why you need smaller um that's like the only show i listen to now is alex jones filtered through a, a painter and a, a trash truck driver and yeah anyway get a lot of useful information from there and also my intro i was like dang these are like the same clips i was trying to use in my intro and they put out a great intro every every week anytime i'm like what am i gonna do about this stuff what am i doing what am i doing sometimes i just go what the hell is going on and then i turn on a war mode intro and i go all right all right nice um but yeah um i don't hopefully hopefully i'm not i did pull some information from that about the the getty and all that but they were they were saying they were like this all this stuff is gonna go away you know but then they were like yeah the, but the the next kids that come up on this stuff gotta be you know staying on it so i feel i feel like that's us and um and it's it's not really uh because i was like hmm, what was I, what was i saying i was gonna call this episode war mode and i was gonna be fired up and then i was like that's kind of that's kind of copying it but I don't know what to call these, um, but I, I think that just, um, dang, uh, I need to be more fired up in the morning too. I get up, but I'm just kind of a low energy guy all day. And I just try to get fired up and stay in war mode. And I kind of do. But then I only really get fired up in in war mode. I'm like, all right, we can do this at night. And then. But I, I think it's I think it's about time. I need to I need to wrap this up. But I was saying that. Yeah, go listen, go listen to war mode. And um, I just I don't know what to call episodes anymore is what I was saying. I think that's one of my biggest problems. Profit in the age of Horus or whatever I called last episode. What the, what is, what? Um, anyway, but yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't think, uh, hopefully no, hopefully no one would mind that I'm, I'm stealing, uh, the Getty Museum information, but, or the Getty Museum, I'm just, yeah, what is, what is happening to me? I should be the president, I should be the president, sometimes I, sometimes I think, yeah, I go, you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I was saying all the all the that's what I was trying to say. I was saying I'm not I'm not trying to copy them. I'm trying to bring about more patriot researchers, bring this all together. Um, 
what's the other thing I was going to go into? It's almost Friday the 13th. This is something that I was researching tonight, and I was like, oh, whoa. I was, I was freaking out a little bit because I was like, wow. This stuff goes way back. Um, because everybody just thinks Friday the 13th is like some some scary movie or something. Friday the 13th starts out as a spooky thing because Jesus, Good Friday, betrayed by the 13th disciple, Judas. Next thing you know, apparently the Knights Templar, who are like some sort of secret society that has they're saying like you got heresy against you or whatever that means they all get burned on friday the 13th in 1300s or whatever this was but now they're the freemasons but anyway um friday comes from the word friday comes from frig or frigga who's the um Thor's mom who who represents like women and uh fertility and all that type of stuff and she's associated with 13 and Friday and then the Christians come through and they're like that is all evil witchcraft stuff Friday the 13th is now we made a myth that it's a bad day because Frigg and the devil and some other people 13 of them all get together on friday the 13th and they plot and they scheme and they figure out bad things to happen over the next week so some shit could go down also during the 18 1869 is that what it was is it 1869 or 1769 something like that during the grant administration some guy tries to corner the gold market by paying off all these politicians to keep gold um keep gold off the market keep the price up grant finds out he's like what the what's going on down here i'm gonna put four million dollars of gold out there crashes the market on friday the 13th um the other thing is the whole united airlines problem on i believe it was october i believe it was actually october 13th let's see it was october 13th october 13th friday october 13th 1989 um stock market crash occurred referred to as black friday apparently caused by a reaction to a news story breakdown of 6.75 6.75 billion leverage buyout deal UAL Corporation parent company United Airlines and um yeah and then I was looking further into it and what else has happened on Friday the 13th that might be like all this stuff but there I was reading and this is on CNN so I don't know why they would lie about like astrology shit because at first I was like, you know, astrology is what people go, I'm Aquarius, so new season is it's going to be a good time. Things are going to be okay. Wow. Um, 
this is this is different and a lot of people are are honest i i don't know if they're on some stuff but a lot of higher up people take this stuff seriously a lot of like royal type people must be having c-sections or something on to have their kids on certain dates and stuff and then it makes you go okay is this stuff are they like chosen by the universe or whatever is this planned out years and generations in advance that brings us to taylor swift bam because i and I don't know why CNN would lie about this. I should probably double check it, but they do lie about stuff, but I don't know why they would lie about Taylor Swift being in the 13, but it's like, it's usually a creepy number, but Taylor Swift is into it. Um, Because think about Frigg is supposed to represent um, uh, She's supposed to, she's like the female goddess represents all that stuff. Who's the biggest over the past 10 years to who's the biggest female artist that like has the most pull probably of probably of anybody in like the last 10 years. Who who's keeping up all the uh, who's keeping up the economy right now? Who's Who's you know? It's Taylor Taylor Swift, and start going in this because I said, all right, you know what? I'm gonna stop with the I'm gonna stop with the whole war mode for a second. I'm gonna stop doing my patriot research, trying to scheme. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna eat, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what what other people are doing, watching Taylor Swift and whatnot. So I, I, if there's any weird symbology in this, and I'm watching Taylor Swift video, she's playing a piano, on the side of the piano, 1989, and I'm going, what's that from? She's got an album called 1989. That's the year she's born. Also, the same year of the Black Friday market crash, October 13th. Taylor Swift, okay, maybe, maybe I'm drawing lines that aren't there, but Taylor Swift, born December 13th, 1989. Then I found an article says um, she... So she's born on the 13th, has her 13th birthday on Friday the 13th. Then, and it's like, okay, some of this is just lucky it happens, but then it's like some of this is planned. Um, turn 13th, turn 13 on Friday the 13th. First album went gold in 13 weeks. Number one song, 13 second intro. Every time she wins an award, is seated in the 13th seat, 13th row, 13th section, or row M, which is the 13th letter. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's just, it's interesting to see. Um, and I, there's probably a lot of other people who are on to this, 
onto this stuff, or maybe it's just maybe it's just because she she believes in it or whatever that she's she's chosen by by Frigg or whatever. But something something has a pull enough. There's enough of a, a pull with her and Frigg or whatever that gets these girls to pay ridiculous amounts to go watch her. People are wearing fucking adult diapers, shitting themselves to watch this stuff, sitting around watching or singing about uh uh the um about about how bad her boyfriend was or whatever. Some of it's nice, some of it's nice. it's not all that, but it's kinda I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's pretty pretty interesting stuff. And I wasn't I don't know. I wasn't really like a hunter. Like there's definitely there's definitely something to all this astrology stuff and all the all the all this weird number stuff. Um you don't want to go too far into it, but there's there's something there. Chris Neltner's into it, you know? and it's like at first, I was going, eh, eh, but then I'm going, might actually be honest with stuff. Not to be gross. He was talking about semen retention. I was going, how does this guy have the energy to do? He, that guy, he's on to a lot of things, I got to say. he. I was like, how does he have the energy to ski, to make these videos, to argue with people on the internets all day? Then he said semen retention. And I was like, whoa. Because now I'm, who knows how long it's been, and I feel focused. I'm in war mode right now. Also, I should, I need, I should probably make sure I'm still functional, you know, because I was, when I was pedicabbing, I don't know who, this is another thing I've been thinking about, who designed the fucking bike seat? Because, I get you, you got a bike, you ride around, ooh, I'm riding my bike, you know. But when you're riding like 12 hours, like, and then you're on like a, uh, like a regular bike seat, on a, it's like, who, who they design these bike seats for? Especially if you're sitting on it all the time, not if you're like really riding, like a regular bike, but if you're just sitting, grinding along, just pulling people around all day, it's like, who are these just do they just is this part another segment of a government um uh what's the word what's the word i'm trying to think of come on come on um government depopulation campaign because i was i was getting sore down there i was going I guess, you know, I'm going to get through this. I'm making money, but bike seats, another thing to think about. Um, I might have to end this. I had a lot of other stuff to get into, um, but I've been sick last week. My, um, my throat's kind of having a problem again, and... You ever get sick, though? All right.
get yourself pack of nicotine gum. Get back to work. Ugh, I don't know. Ugh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover a lot of this other stuff later. But I want to say, I'm Patty Cabin, and there's an attack at ACL tomorrow, which honestly maybe I foresaw somehow because. I believe it was Saturday, pretty sure. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, dang. I just kind of had like an epiphany of like, a, what if there's a bombing or something here? And I was like, not if I can help it, God willing, you know. That doesn't happen. Next thing, one of the other petty cabbers playing. I got to go get a speaker. Whatever. Um... Well, another petty cabbers is playing War Pigs. War Pig. With the, and I was like, that's kind of an interesting song to play right now. I believe that was actually the same day that Attack was. Pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, there's an Attack at ACL. I will be like, some paragliders start coming down. I'm be like, hmm, huh. That's all you can do sometimes. Hmm. I'm not saying it's a. I'm not saying someone should do terrorism at ACL, but there's no but. Don't do it. Don't do it, that'd be a bad thing. Um, but if someone did, I would go. Hmm. And then uh, hopefully people would see the paragliders, right? And then they would see them and they'd get, get out of there. It's the other thing I don't understand. Are people that fucking zonked out, listening to music so loud they can barely hear Let me sit here and listen to the, the devil or who, whoever's playing. The, they don't see the paragliders coming down. Rest in peace, all those people. Apparently, were they crisis actors? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um. I need to go through a lot of the uh, important life lessons that I've learned through pedicab at at ACL and all that stuff. But might do that later. Um, I should do it now. You never know. You never know when Hummus is gonna come get you. Um, or lesson I learned while I was petty cat. Don't trust anybody. They tell you to play. Wait, I'm gonna make sure I covered everything else through here. Yeah. They tell you to play Glorilla, Cardi B. Now I know. Scammers. So only a couple people ever ran off 
without paying me. This one guy one time last year, maybe I was charging a little bit too much, but I was moving. I was trying I was trying to get it in, you know. I charge him less what he paid me, I don't know. Big guy. Look like Davies with the little braids back like that. Acting all cool and shit, little greasy little shoes, you know. Bring some girl back to her house. Then have me take him down to the fucking hen house or some fucking nasty place downtown. And I don't get into other people's business, you know. But I'm almost going, hey, maybe I should fucking go back up to that house and be like, hey, that guy I just brought down to the hen house. Make sure he contacts me, he owes me fucking $60, but is what it is. I try to get in there, they wouldn't let me in there. Ducked out of there really quick. No, I'll see him later. And I'm like, hey, it's not going through, right? I already got a ride. And, she, and then she's being a, just a total, total bozo. Asking me to weave around people. This is what we pay you to do. Weave around. I'm trying to be safe. I had a fucking movement. This is the course of human history. I gotta fucking survive, right? But, um, go try and deal with that. And it's like not going through or whatever. He probably doesn't have any money. That's what happens when you, you're greasy. And he's like, oh, it's not going through. I'm going to make sure it goes through. Anyway, that was like last year. This is ACL last night. Not last night, like four days ago. Um, I play Gorilla and uh, play it. The, the one girl pays me $10. I'm like $10 a person. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Have a fair price. Paid me ten dollars. I get down there. They go, "Oh, you got." I figured they would pay me because they said you got a fair price. They're acting nice and stuff. One already paid me. Then I said, "Oh, just send me his Venmo, and can we just pay you in a second? I don't think they forgot because I messaged and I was like, "I don't know if you forgot." I said, "Don't get, don't get funny. I need my money." But I'm going to see him again. That's another good lesson. Anybody ever ask you to play Cardi B, ever ask you to play Gorilla, say, get the fuck away from me. I don't have any cash on me. Get away from me. I'm going to need you to step off before somebody gets hurt. So, unbelievable. Only $20, but still. We need that for our movement. They don't understand how important this is. Those are those are bonobos. We don't need to worry about them. The bonobos do bonobo things, and they end up in bonobo places, and they're dying off. Fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it. But and here at Atlantis too, we're chimps, and regardless. 
regardless of what what they do, we're gonna make it through. But that's that's another life lesson that's brought to you. Don't don't trust anybody playing that kind of music, serious scammer vibes. Um, that's another thing. I don't sing about. That's why I don't want to talk about all this fucking news Twitter bullshit going on. I don't want to talk about fucking the president and Greta Thunberg or Amber Tate. Um, but it's got to be talked about because I noticed a lot of people are on that and a lot of people are influenced and listen to scammers. There's a lot of bad things to be. I think the worst thing is got to be a scammer. Got to be somebody who doesn't say what they're really about. It doesn't matter what you say after that. Doesn't matter if some of it is right. Doesn't matter if some of it's the truth. Doesn't matter if some of it's helpful. Can't be trusted after that point. You're a fucking scammer. You're you're deceiving people. You're manipulating people. People are listening to people like fucking Party B and Andrew Tate and and all these people. It's disgusting. Nothing. Maybe maybe I wouldn't feel the same way if I hadn't got scammed before and I hadn't learned those important life lessons from the fake um. Martin Scarelli and from uh, whoever those other people out there, you know, God bless them. You know, I I kind of understand it. If you, you're in a hut in Nigeria, all you got is an iPad, you're just trying to feed your family. Hopefully there's some other option they can do instead of that, but probably what a lot of it is, but still. This is absolutely disgusting. People are listening to people who, who are known scammers, who are known liars. Who are drugging people, taking their money, who are pretending to be um, social media whores on the internet. That's why you gotta stay away from that stuff. You gotta, once you get that stuff out, out of the way a little bit, and I got on Twitter once, I went, this is fucking, this is crazy. People are on here just, here's my opinion, here's my opinion all day long about some stuff that doesn't really affect them. I saw that, I was, it was very tempting to get on here, become a full-time troll, but I said, I'm gonna stay away from all this, Right? It's a lot of people people are watching out there. Also, once you get away from all these, if you can see drugs as a tool that you can use, I believe that's good. That's a good thing. Or as, you know, to have some fun, not let it get too out of hand. Um, it's not stay up too late. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know why people don't set things back a little farther. Why can't people do, people should do more drugs in the morning. That's, think about it. Makes more, 
throughout the day slowly. I don't know what's going on sometimes. I don't know if a lot of these people are real. A lot of times you think about it, you could be in a simulation being tested. You know, something to think about. It's probably not a bad way to live your life. That's even what Miyamoto Musashi talking about. Talking about um, you're being tested here. You're being tested. You start thinking about how I want to die right now. Who I want to? Who do I want to be? How am I being tested here? Probably gonna do a do a lot better. You're not gonna be taking. You're not gonna be doing some short term thinking because that's what a lot of these people are on. They're on short term thinking. Those people. That's one thing I really don't like. People think they're getting over on you, and you're going, no, you're really just a dickhead. You're really just a piece of shit. You know? You're going, haha, we ran off, we didn't pay him. It's like, all right. That guy going, oh, it's not going through, I'll send it to you. And it's like, all right. The luck will run out eventually. It's going to catch up to you. And I don't know if it's karma or whatnot. People people say stuff like that. I don't think that's actually it. I think it's just a general principle of you doing short-term thinking. It works out, it works out, it works out, just like trading. You're doing some stupid stuff. If you go in 100% every trade, it can work out, it can work out, it can work out. And then the one time it doesn't, it comes and gets you. See, if you do some shady stuff, you go, yeah, I got your 50 bucks. Wait here, white boy. And you never show up. Again, you know, trade a genuine guy. Um, Got some, got some, uh, you know, he lives on the street, does some, Hate two and shit. But a lot of these people, even if they don't live on the street, even if they rise to some sort of position, even if they get to to um a certain level of of um a lot of people listen to people just because they've gotten to some level of of money or fame or some materialistic thing that people see and then and it's like why do you listen like I don't you go on Twitter and you're like what why do I what is this why why do why, why do I care I don't know these whores I don't know these these that's the whole thing with this. People just gravitate towards what is easy and materially attractive. And it's, um, I mean, there's not always something. I wonder if that, if the AC was ever going, hopefully I didn't throw off the podcast at all, but that's, um, it's not all a bad thing, right? But you don't want to. You don't want to just be going after that. Um, 
because that leads to, and I didn't say this again, I'm not trying to take credit for people's stuff, but a sterile death. I heard somebody say that. I think it was Owen Benjamin. I think he had a really, really um, concise, a really well put thing he was saying about about this stuff, about these people who are just feeding you a new. This is my view on it. Maybe it's not the right view. I don't know. That's what I'm saying about all this stuff. I'm saying, I don't know. I'm saying, at this point, a couple weeks ago, when I was reading How to Win Friends and Influence People, and I was going, how? I was going, all right, maybe I should try and gain a following. Joe Diaz is right. You don't need all these people. Um, I hope a lot of people listen to this. I hope a lot of people think about this stuff, and I hope it leads to good things, but you know, a couple bad motherfuckers to take over a country, right? And it's like, people were, I was trying to get people on the last two Reddit and stuff, and they're going, doesn't make any sense, what is this stuff you're posting? Right? And I was trying to explain it to them, and and it's like, it's a chart, it's like, I'm not trying to or it's like, it's sad. A lot of people either go, no, that's stupid. I don't want any part in it. Uh, here's this kid. What's he doing? Or they go, yeah, just tell me what to do. There's people who are like kind of tapped out. Or there's people who are constant pokers who just poke at every fucking thing you do. And if you just want to say something, it's like, they're, they're speaking, they're not saying anything. And it's like, if you see something I'm doing wrong, tell me how it's wrong and how we, how we can move forward or, or back up how it's right. But it's like, it's like that that's what I'm going for. I'm not trying to, people are going like, oh, people are trying to, what's your, like, I'm, I'm taking this pretty seriously. Like, like somebody asked me like, oh, somebody's going to try to under, what happens if somebody tries to, take over your leadership in Atlantis too. I'm not trying to be the leader of this. I want everybody to be the leader of this. Everybody to be, to, to lead. I mean, that's not really realistic. The table is not, it doesn't have to be perfectly round, you know. I just, it just can't get to, to a huge, huge rectangle with a with a couple people at the end, you know. Um yeah. But I think I think that's one of the main principles. I'm gonna write that down and I have a lot of our, our constitution written out and a lot of a lot of the fundamentals, which is the most important thing. I think after that you don't need, that's what Miyamoto Musashi is saying. And if that works for sword fighting, if that works for 60 fucking duels, I think it works for a lot of things. And then you could also go, maybe you don't want to listen to Miyamoto Musashi because he did kill a lot of people, but that was just the times, you know, that was medieval Japan. You walk around, you go, hey, and you go, hey, huh? I'll fucking kill you. And then, then you duel and that's the way thing that's the way things go. Um but yeah, that's this whole thing is 
master the fundamentals and then you go into everything with a clear state of mind. That's why that's why I trust Sean Sean Strickland, because that's what I that's kind of what, what is I think is kind of his fighting style. It's people like how it is he get beat with just a just a simple combination, but that's like when I when I saw his um the kind of nothing super fancy, but it's it's just perfect. And then he goes into it calm, you know. Evened evened out, kind of joking around. And um yeah. But I think that you can do that with like anything in life. And that's what Miyamoto Masashi talks about making your everyday stance, your combat stance, your combat stance, your everyday stance. You're in it all the time. You mastered the fundamentals and you're just going in clear mind. You're ready. You're not, there's no. You can't, you can't really plan, plan on anything in life. Things, things can go. Obviously, you gotta be like, okay. I gotta go to work at this time or whatever, stuff like that. I mean, like I gotta do the this at this time, but you don't want to have strict plans. If you're going into a fight or whatever, you gotta go in kind of kind of cleared out, just ready ready to adapt. That's it, adapting. Um, but yeah, I think I have a lot of a lot of the basics, and hopefully. People, people will be able to point out, I don't think this is right, or let's extrapolate on this. This is really something here, but a lot of the basics about how I think everything works, and then how you can you know, apply that through, just for kind of life in general. But I think the other side of that definitely needs to be the, the economics of how this whole thing is going to function which I really, really need to do a lot of more research in and probably need to pull from a lot of people who know a lot more than I do. But just kind of thinking, maybe the main problem is just debt. Maybe debt should be like frowned upon because I feel like that's the source of all of these economic problems. It's just, just debt. Um, and people go and beyond beyond their means kind of and that if there wasn't that people would have to live kind of more near the same level and through like there'd be less manipulation and there'd be more people like working together um so it's like, yeah, we live, I kind of, I think people should live in a more, a less restricted, a less law restricted society and a more morally restrictive society. Um, and, and really, yeah, pay attention to the big picture. I think that's what we're missing right now. And I think people listen to something that sounds smart that 
Biden says Biden doesn't really say anything smart, but not anymore. He sounds good in those past videos. I go, I kind of like, I kind of, sometimes I go, I kind of like the guy. I kind of, not really, but, you know, the Bushes or any of these people, you go, dang, they're really, they're really doing it. $4 million every year Kamala Harris made. Yeah, she say what you want about her. She, she's doing it. Um, or every year she's been in office. Um, we got to pay attention to who people have been the whole way through. And that's why it's like, yeah, Trump says something nice every once in a while. But did he switch up on his, his stance? Did he get in at first and he go and he was saying, I'm going to look into all this vaccine stuff. And then I don't know how it happened. Maybe he was just dumb. Maybe he thought it was the right thing to do. Maybe he was forced to. Maybe they paid him. But Pfizer came in and he said, here's the vaccine, everybody. And and supported that whole thing. So you gotta you gotta watch when people people switch up like that. That's why it's like there's only been like JFK, I guess, was like someone who's you know, and maybe who knows about the Kennedys, you know. I try to not put my faith in it. Not anybody I don't know, you know, except Sean Strickland and the guys from War Mode, because um, yeah, but you got to have people. That's why I would be like, if I had to choose between any of these candidates for president and Amy Bundy, Ammon Bundy, 100%. Is he a little far out there on a couple issues? Yeah. But, and who knows? That's just my opinion. That's just his opinion. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if there is a right answer. But when I talk to him, he's got um, genuinely good intentions from what I picked up on and he believes in something and it'll stick it'll stick with it all the way he's not gonna he's not gonna switch it up for anything um and and that's what you need I mean not people not people who can't change their mind when the correct evidence is there but not he's not corruptible. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna stick no matter how it benefits him or doesn't benefit him, he's gonna stick with what he believes in. And uh yeah. Um I don't, I don't really know if I have anything to add to that. Just basically, that's my whole strategy now. Is like, and once you get off all these distractions, all these delusions of 
you know, social media and you can use drugs as tools, as I was saying, which is great, but a lot of people use drugs as distractions. That's a, I'm trying to think of what else. Technology and, and drugs are kind of the, the main thing that are distracting people. And I'm not saying they can obviously, it's like a huge, I feel like technology is like, just solidifies the gap of if you you could either use it to build great things and like um really advance or it could could hold you back and distract you and that's going to be a big gap in in people that that we see happen over the next however however long we got <laughs> I feel like being sick has really turned up my mind a little bit um and nicotine gum and horny goat weed extract and um and being highly caffeinated um but yeah because once i and i i still probably am I'm distracted too much of the time, you know, and I'm trying to move all these different ways. But once you're focused and you see what's like going on, you kind of get fired up on another level and you're like, fuck. Um, but basically, yeah, that's a plan. I'm going to put out Atlantis 2 on Reddit. Got any ideas, schemes, put them up. Anybody wants to come on the podcast, come on. Um, yeah, we got to make this happen. We got a couple of years to get prepared, and I know this is this is one of the best times, I think, to to really make some change. There's going to be some chaos, and uh, chaos can can uh, can can throw you off, or it, if you're prepared and you're ready to adapt, it be a ladder um yeah anyway that's all that's all i got it's just like that's kind of that's kind of my mindset with all this stuff that's going on is like okay probably not worth it for me to have a, a side on any of this stuff to to look into this but like how how can you use it not to not to put stop putting our faith in these because it's like I watched like RFK and stuff. He seems great. I'll go into that more later, maybe. Like one, or especially when he came out as independent, but um, it's like he seems great. But one, how much effect does the president really have over your life? And two, is there even going to be an election? I don't know, but I think I think we'd probably be a lot happier trying to do this stuff our ourselves, regardless of what what place Atlantis to what it actually becomes. Um. So yeah. Um. That's it. I was looking for a. 
I need a good good way to end this off. Thank you for listening. This went kind of long. Should have been more organized and split it up, but hopefully be more consistent and um put out put out the other stuff with um maybe read some some Bible stuff, talk about Ray Dalio, which he said is this is another step for the international war, and I, I think it is. Um uh go into that and um yeah, hopefully we'll be more consistent and thanks thanks for listening. And bam. <laughs>